Hello. Yo. Gentlemen. All right, so we got Ryan and Sam. Base will be calling in a minute. Sam, I, I know that you're in the middle of moving, so I just I just want to get you on for a quick minute. What you're in oh, line? I, I appreciate it. You're in line to get food or something? I am. I'm in line to get uh, barbecue at Smoke Barbecue here in Chicago. So Ryan, I, I I hate to even do this because Sam was in the middle of helping me when this happened. Yeah. Um. So Sam was helping. Oh, I know. I know. I, you know. I know why I'm going to be. I know why you want to be on now. <laughs> So Sam was actually so Sam's moving, and then I also moved stuff, right? Right, right. So Sam actually helped me move a bunch of heavy stuff into the apartment. Yeah, and uh, there was like LG on on the stairs because they're wooden stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were very slippery, so we were being very careful the whole the whole way up. Mm-hmm. And after we were done with everything, I just hear. like remember in the godfather when he he lays in the bed and there's the horse head ah! Ah! and then i said oh my god because when you ryan what what's the first thing that goes through your head when you hear a noise like that someone who you hear a bang and then you hear that kind of screaming what's the first thought that comes to your head i mean i probably have to be in that situation but i would think that they were they or they were dying. Yeah, dying, broken leg, broken arm, something, I right? Like, obviously, obviously, I wasn't, obviously, I wasn't dying. I wasn't dying. But I took a really serious fall on stairs. Yeah. Sam tripped down some stairs and, and landed on his ass. Wait, what? He didn't want to pay for movers because he didn't want to pay for movers. I, I wait, 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 no, 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 wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I did fair. want, wait, hang on, hang on. I did want to pay for movers, but I, we had six things to move. I was going to pay for movers. So, uh, Ryan, let me interrupt. Let me stop him right there, Ryan. Um, in fact, he's kind of right. He did want no initially. He did, but I said, you know what, Abe? As your brother, yeah. So don't say I didn't want to pay for I movers will, when you offered to I help. Will, even though I'm super busy, I will take the entire day and help you move. And it wasn't just six things. That's a lie, you know. <laughs> but anyways, so Sam <laughs> Sam fell Sam fell down a few stairs on his ass, and he and and I said, oh my god, you're good. He's like, shut up. Shut up! <laughs> like, you know what it was like? You know, Ryan, you know like you know, those old cartoons where somebody slips on a banana peel and their feet fly up above their head before they hit Yeah. Them? That's what happened. The only difference was the ground was just a, a sharp wooden stair that my ass just slammed. <laughs> and then I slid down three more stairs and yeah. I have tons of bruises and scrapes right now. And then he was laying on he was laying on the bottom of the stairs in this I bet you in this pathetic I'm not saying that you would have ever wanted to fall down the stairs, but I bet part of you, for a quick moment, thought, I'm not mad that happened, so I can, like, hold this over Abe. <laughs> um, well, no, like, I'm, I'm, not I'm, saying, I'm not saying you wanted that or were glad that happened, but part of you, I, and be honest, wasn't part of you like, see, Abe, see, I, I knew this would happen. Like, were you using it in any way? I mean, you know, I guess possibly I thought it went through my head. I mean, I, I was. I mean, I, I, I can't say that. I can't say for certain that I didn't think that. But I, I am a little bit upset that Abe hasn't showed me more appreciation at that time, especially with the severe injuries I took on. And you should have seen it, Ryan. Ryan, you should have. You should have seen when he stared at me and started laughing as I was sitting there covered in algae, bleeding, bruised, algae. By the way, why were the stairs covered in algae? Were they pool stairs? Because it's... They, they, so, have, they, they haven't been used in four years. Yeah, so oh. the apartment is... my Okay, so my friend built his own house, and he built an apartment on the, on the top floor, but he hasn't rented mm-hmm. it out because he didn't finish the kitchen yet. So yeah. he hasn't... Uh, he never goes up there. So this algae started building up on the stairs, so he was actually scrubbing it while we were bringing stuff in. I got you. And we were I being did. very I careful. I thought you were living in a pool. <laughs> no, and so Sam must have been after we got everything. Sam has been like, "I'm the Yankee Doodle Dad," ah! and then he slipped because <laughs> he he must have been he must have been so comfortable. Like you know, he was snapping, like he was happy. You know, you know, you know what the saddest thing is about it, Ryan. You know how Abe is the quad. I was worried the whole time. I'm like, Abe, be careful, be careful. Everything we're moving, every stair, be careful. Abe, watch that stair, watch that stair. Now, of course, Abe had no concern for me whatsoever. But when we were done, I just kind of I got too comfortable, and I just. I, you know, suffered a tragic fall. 
Well, it'd be, it'd be, it's hard not to laugh when you're laying on the ground screaming in that position with like your yeah, leg, but your leg. Point, you, didn't know I, you didn't know if I had a broken back. You didn't know if I had broke my leg. You didn't know what was going on. Your leg was wrapped around your, the back of your neck. You were in the weirdest position. Laugh. The walk up and laugh was not the right reaction. No, but, but it, Sam, it, it, it I, I, think, I do think though that it, that's a, I think that Abe would always in a, in an emergency, like, he would eventually help and do the right thing, but I think, and I'm saying this is one of us. Actually, Abe stands a better chance of not laughing at a stranger than laughing at one of us. It's just fucked up. <laughs> it, uh, you know, if, if Abe saw a stranger do that, he'd be like, oh my god! Well, no, at first I was really, really at first I was really worried until Sam said, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> he was screaming it just like that. Just, I'm fine! Shut up! Because at first, I really thought he broke his leg by by the wailing. He sounded. You ever hear when an elephant gets kill, killed or something? Okay, that that's a little much. No, but they they, they but cry out, or, or 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 a dolphin. Is it a dolphin Ryan, yeah. that, that cries out when they die? No, no, he's, yeah, he's like no, it was like call. no, he was like a lot throwing a lobster into boiling water. That's what Sam sounded like. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't think lobsters let out a whale like that. And then and then when he got up. He did this thing where he was acting like he couldn't walk. I could, you know, now stop. Wait a second. I broke my leg. I couldn't walk for a few minutes. This is pretty offensive, honestly. And then he calls it his really wife is. and he tells her to get gauze. Gauze? Yeah, because I, you know why? Because I, my arm was bleeding profusely. Oh, your That's arm was? I have, I have two large gashes on my, on my right arm right now. Oh. Yeah, that's why. My right arm looks like Jesus's right arm. <laughs> you look like oh Jesus. my god, dude! <laughs> Sam looks like right out of the Passion of the Christ right now. Anyway, uh, Sam, I just want to get you on to say thanks for helping me. All right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That was real hard. <laughs> right. Wait, Sam. Wait, Sam. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Before you hang up, Sam, what are you getting? Some brisket? I am, I am, ne- I am next in line. I am. I'm actually getting some, some St. Louis bread, some Texas sausage. Nice. Hey, real quick. Uh, Superfly, now they're saying killed his girlfriend? Yeah. Don't you guys think we're almost at the point now where the WWE Network is just going to be scrubbed of every other wrestler? Because yeah. every week now they're like, we're, we're scrubbing Hulk Hogan from the network. We're scrubbing... Uh, we're scrubbing Chris Benoit. We're scrubbing... Who, who else have they scrubbed recently? I don't know. I mean... Everyone's on the verge of being scrubbed. Yeah, Everyone's they do it. They scrub. Oh, t- Sunny now because she does. She does like yeah, sex. China, China. Oh, scrubbed. China. That's what I was thinking of. China. Yeah. Sunny does like sex videos on Skype with guys for like fifty dollars. Yeah. But it is funny. I, I just have a feeling that before you know it, the whole WWE network is just going to be all just scrubbed of everything, and you're not going to be able to search for anyone. The only people you could search yeah, for is like. Because um, even the Ultimate Warrior had his whole like homophobic rant. Oh, you're ordering some? Right, you can yeah, hang no, up. I'm Sam. about to order. All right. All right, all right later, Sam. Later. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. No, Abe, you're, you're right. I mean, you know, and I feel like Scott Hall's one relapse away from being scrubbed. Uh, Kevin Nash is like a bottle of wine away from being scrubbed. I mean, you know, he says offensive shit. X Pac had that porno with China. Yeah, pretty much everyone in there. I mean, all the guys in the Attitude Era were all scumbags because of the WWE anyway. So they shouldn't blackball these guys when they made them scumbags at the time. They were yeah, all like porn the, type the guys. Was, I think back then, and we talked about this before, like where sports, like athletes back in the day. Yeah. You know, like they wouldn't have survived from, from an image standpoint if Twitter and social media were around. And it's a similar thing. Like, back then, those guys were just doing anything they wanted because no one would ever find out. Exactly. Like, and, like Superfly was killing people back in 1983, exactly. but no one cared. <laughs> like, he just said, yeah, yeah. brother, no, nah, brother, no, nah, brother, he, uh, she fell, brother. And they're like, oh, really? Okay, no problem. So you're still going to wrestle, right? Yeah, brother. <laughs> like, now, now, if someone died and their body was covered in bruises that didn't, add up to that she fell down one stair and hit her head. If there were bruises all over her arms and neck and yeah, stomach. Yeah, like cuts and, and gashes. And bro- like, broken ribs from him doing the superfly splash exactly. on her. Exactly. Handprints around her neck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They would probably indefinitely suspend him until they got more information. Yeah. Not just put him in yeah, the main yeah. event of the next, uh, the next event. Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, it's... 
we were in a text the other day, and Danny Gaga, <clears throat> our former entertainment reporter, said, man, wrestling can't catch a break. And I get what he's saying, where <laughs> yeah. it's like one PR nightmare after the next. But yeah. at the same time, you know, that's like, uh, you know, I mean, that that it's like driving over cliffs, and every time you fall, you say, I can't catch a break. I mean, WWE, for a long time, WWF at the time, employed scumbags. It's not like they've been doing harmless things and can't catch a break. Exactly. That's like, it's their own fault for employing people of, like, such ill repute, just these scumbags. <laughs> it's not, you know what I mean? You can't feel bad for them because everyone back then oh, was a scumbag. that's another one. Seth Rollins' girlfriend is a Nazi sympathizer. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, every week there's a new wrestler either blackballed from the industry, dying. There's, there's just certainly, everyone's, I, something bad's happening to everyone. I don't know about you, but I don't. I have the opposite of, uh, thought of Danny Gaga. I don't feel bad for wrestling for not catching a break. I mean, you know, wrestling as a whole. Oh yeah. I don't know. I mean, so they're scumbags. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's not. Oh, wrestling you know, is not this innocent thing. Oh, you know what I forgot, Ryan? We had Sam on. Um, when we were moving, I scratched up the whole side of the truck. Yeah. Trying to get out of the spot I was in. I mean, it mm-hmm. wasn't a huge stretch, but even if it was like a $10 scratch, you know, when you bring it back, they'd say, that's an $850 scratch. Oh, yeah. So I actually had to pull a scheme to have them not notice the scratch. The, really? Yeah. So the back, so it was one of those big moving trucks and the back, the back door of the truck kept sliding too far in and the mm-hmm. latch would get stuck on the lip. So I mm-hmm. had to use all my strength to pull the door back. And then Sam had to go in and, and like flip the switch on there because right. the door was fucked up, obviously. And so when I, you went back, when you took the truck back, is that what you focused on? Well, yeah. So I said, I, I was telling him, I'm like, man, I could smash my hand in here really easily. So we, the first time it got stuck, we got it out. Then the second time I called him, I said, hey, this door is stuck. And, and they're like, well, we can maybe send someone out. And then while they were saying that, we got it loose again. So then wow. it happened. Then it happened a third time. But at this point, the truck was empty, so we just drove back with the door open. And the guy comes out. He's laughing. He's like, "Ha ha ha!" So I had to put on a whole scene. I'm like, "It's not funny." I said, "I could have sm- I, I I lied. I said I smashed my hand in the door because by causing this scene, then he didn't look. He just wanted to get us the fuck out. Oh yeah. It was sleight of hand, really. I mean, it was like, look over here, you know, like a magician trick. Like, Yeah, and and, and you know what, to, to, to be honest, though, that is fucked up that the door is like that. I mean, I really, I almost did smash my hand. Yeah. So it, it could have easily happened, and, and that's me teaching them a lesson for having a fucked up door. So I made this big scene. Sam's like, yeah, it's not funny. There's nothing funny about it. And Sam and I actually teamed up on this, which is very rare and night. Like, yeah, you imagine Sam and I coming together for a common cause? No. That almost never happens. Did Sam freak out at you? I bet, though, before you guys decided to team up, he gave you a piece of his mind about you. Oh, my the door. God. He went nuts. I, I can't believe it. I tell you. I tell you too close. But keep in mind, while I'm driving too close, Sam's still complaining about his ass. He's like, I'm going to have to stand. I can't sit much longer. (laughs) Now that he's off the phone. God, that was hilarious. He was late. Picture picture of if I'm trying to think of a cartoon character that that would slip and then their leg is over their head. You know what I'm saying? Like their body's all contorted. Yes. Picture, picture Wiley Coyote after the Roadrunner had his way with him, just yeah. laid out in the corner screaming, "Leave me alone! <laughs> ah! Just give me more time!" And then, he, and then he's like, "There were there were a few chairs left. I had to move in." And he said, "I'm gonna wait in the car. Just finish this and let's get out of here." Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Don't. I know that like. You know, Sam's your brother and everything, but, like, don't you think by this point... So, like, going into that, you know that something's going to go wrong. Like, when was the last time... I have two questions, really. The first question is, when was the last time you and Sam had, like, a completely issue-free situation? (laughs) I can't remember. I mean, 
aside from, and I'm talking like in the outside world, maybe like if you guys are hanging out at like a house, your place is. Well, those are the worst times when there's no one else involved. Oh, see, that sucks. And that's, I thought it would be the opposite. But okay, so the second question is, do you ever think about like weighing <laughs> the options and going, would I rather just carry these other 12 things myself or put up with whatever nonsense is going to come from Sam? Yeah. Mm. But like, see, is when it him, worth it? But see, when him and I argue, it's not the same way that if like Liam and Noel Gallagher from Oasis argued or Chris Robinson and Rich Rob, it's immediately forgotten. Yeah, you're right. It's not that bitter argument where you hate each other. Right. Yeah, I just feel like at some point, though, like if you're moving and you guys all have like it's a common goal, but all you, you know, Sam the whole way home saying like I can I can't sit much longer, like. <laughs> like come on Sam's like a skunk like he'll spray you and then he's done with it <laughs> <laughs> it might it might linger in my head after you know the smell might linger but yeah <laughs> <laughs> skunk. It's so funny. hey Sam Sam you okay <laughs> and then you're done with it I mean it sucks obviously <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes hashtag sammy the skunk would be a good one to put on twitter <laughs> oh my god. he won't like that either let's sammy the skunk oh yeah what does that you mean okay? Sam? are you saying i smell dude that's that that is funny normally i don't advocate doing shit when someone's not on but like that is hilarious <laughs> sammy the skunk <laughs> Right now, he's eating his smoke barbecue, and like in an hour and a half, people will hear this and start hashtagging Sammy the Skunk. He's going to be, dude, I can't even wait for the text. The make, sure, text. make sure to tag at Ryan Mano and at Abe Cannon on all the hashtag Sammy the Skunk tweets, <laughs> just so we can see all of them. <laughs> oh my God. And Sam's Twitter, so is, Sam's Twitter is Sam underscore Cannon, K-A-N-A-N, <laughs> if you want to... Uh, you want to hashtag Sammy the Skunk? Uh, it's funny. What are you Sammy the Skunk? What does it mean? What do you say? I farted? I didn't fart once. What do you mean I farted, eh? Oh, but back, so back to the uh, truck. Yeah. So we, we caused this whole scene, and they couldn't have got us out of there quicker. Good. Sam jumped right in. You know how Sam's horrible at jumping in on a mic? Because you know how when, when, when I'm... Either if I don't want people to know I'm talking shit about them, I'll start talking about boards and glue and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and you're very good at jumping in on it. Oh, I know when you're doing it. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm super in tune. But here, you be me, right? And I'll be Sam. Just start. Okay. So let's start it out by talking shit about base. Yeah. And then yeah, so let's I say base walk by. I can't believe you see that red shirt base head on. It looks like a dress. <laughs> I love it. So anyway, like hey, I think two, two pieces of wood. And what you're going to want to do with those pieces? What do you mean, wood? Wait, what? I'm, wood? I'm, what are you talking about? about? What do you mean? <laughs> we were just talking shit about base. What? <laughs> what do you mean, Sammy? <laughs> oh, base. Uh, no, no, base. We weren't saying anything. <laughs> what do you mean? Abe was talking shit about me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck you. What does base always say when he's mad? Oh, yeah, no, motherfucker! How's he say it? Yeah, it's motherfucker and fuck you. It, but, yeah, it's, it's a weird... <laughs> but he has a weird cadence I, when he says it. It's always so weird. The motherfucker. 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 Yo, I don't think so, motherfucker. He really rolls the F and stretches out the U. The F and the U in the middle of motherfucker are the worst. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's such anger deep in that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah but that's your point, Sam doesn't hold your cover. Sam is... He'll loudly question why you've just switched topics. I mean, I don't expect some outsider to know that when I start talking about glue and boards that they should just jump in on it. Right. But Sam, who I've talked about glue and boards with at least five million times, he still doesn't catch on. Yeah. <laughs> Or sometimes I'll be sending a text talking shit about someone in the room, and Sam will say, What are you texting about me? You're talking shit about Let me read it. And then the person <laughs> who I'm actually talking shit about will be right next to me. And then I'll say, Sam, no, no, no. I'll start shaking my head. Why are you shaking your head? And then I'll be like, Shh. 
I'll put the hand up like, shh. I'll tell, oh my I'll, god! I'll, I'll tell you later. Ah! Now's as good a time as any. Now's as good a time as any. Now's as good a time as any. What? Oh, they oh must be god. talking shit about me. <laughs> hey, they're talking shit about me. When, um, in, when we're actually talking shit about both of them. <laughs> You're both right. Time, ding, 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 ding. This time, though, Sam, Sam, he was, you guys were in lockstep with it, huh? You guys oh, were, it was beautiful, were, yeah. Ding. Right away. Hmm. Sam said, Let, let's show him. And then we we actually took the door and slammed it back up so he could see. Because he pulled it down right away because it yeah. was stuck in a different way than it was when I could have fucked up my hand. Right. Then the guy immediately first he was laughing like we were assholes, and when he saw how mad we were, he said, "Uh, I I know that it's like that because I had the same problem yesterday, and that's how I know now." And Sam's like, "You better know now." <laughs> yeah, the man could have crushed his hand. Oh my god! And I said, "Yeah, look at my hand; it's all fucked up. I crushed it." And he's like, "I'm sorry," and he he. In two seconds, he had our bill ready. They didn't do any kind of inspection. I didn't even have the gas filled up to exactly where it was supposed to be. It was a little bit lower. Yeah. They got So that's another tip. I've given great tips, like the retention department. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go over that really quick, Ryan, just for anyone who doesn't know what that is? Uh, Abe's retention department tip was when you, if you don't like your cell phone bill, you want to lower it, just immediately call your provider and ask for the retention department. And don't let them give you the runaround and say, oh, you lie and tell them that you're switching to Sprint and they're going to make up a, um, you have to have a firm number and they'll probably yeah, and, lower your bill. And, um, but you can't let them pass you through the channels they want to pass. You You have to demand the retention department and don't settle for anything less. So if you ever fuck up a truck or you don't want to fill the gas up to exactly where it needs to be, you need to create a scene. Say yeah. something happened, as in I smashed my hand on the door because it's fucked up. Bla- something ha- bad has to happen with their truck, and they'll get you out of there in a nanosecond. They want you <laughs> the fuck out because they don't want to get sued or anything. Right. If I smash my hand because of their faulty door, that's big trouble for them. Whereas yeah, if I was just a worth- right, you're good. It's not worth it to them. So after the fact, like. Obviously, they don't want you back in their life. You know, exactly. They know that the door was a problem. So they're not going to call you and be like, hey, you mind coming back here so we can talk about this gas gauge <laughs> or this, this what appears to be a scratch? And I scratched up the whole side of the truck, too. <laughs> it was it was a bad... Because they have X's on every scratch. It's That's, you know, an old scratch. Right. The whole side... From pretty much the whole side was scratched. Because I, I, I drove up on a metal pole all the way down. Oh. And while I was at Sam's like, stop! Stop the vehicle! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my butt hurts! <laughs> Dude, so I, a I, terrible sound, though, right? Like, we're, Oh, my well, God. I, I never know with you, because I, sometimes I, I feel like you wouldn't care as much, but, like, when that was happening, did you just keep... Were you laughing? or like, <laughs> you, <laughs> was I laughing? I don't know. <laughs> Why would I laugh at that? I don't know. There's I mean, nothing, but it, it would be, I'd be laughing maybe if Sam did, or, if, you know, if I saw yeah, someone yeah. else do it, I guess. But what was <laughs> your reaction? laughing? What were, what were you saying when it was happening? Like, were you, were you upset that that just happened? Yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then immediately Sam's screaming at me. What the yeah, fuck making, it making it better. Sam's yeah. great at making making shitty situations better. He's great at that. He really calms everything down. <laughs> he was wearing like limp shorts too, <laughs> tennis shorts that were you know limp. Yeah, yeah. Not Daisy Duke short, but they. I I, I I don't know if they were the perfect length or not, but they were like thin shorts. Like instead of making a situation, really the. So here's an example. Like, let's say, Abe, you know, let's say you were, like, throwing a surprise party for your mom, and you guys got this beautiful cake for her, and on the way out to the parking lot, you know, you, you lost your balance and dropped the cake in front of people. Like, you would feel so terrible. This was your mom's special cake. There was no way to replace it. You scraped your knee, and you were bleeding. Instead of doing anything to help you feel better about what just happened, <laughs> he, would, 
he would lay into you in public in front of people about how fucking stupid you are for dropping the kid. Like, he, he would do nothing to console or comfort you. You really are a horse's ass, aren't you? <laughs> you really are. You ruined the whole party. That was mom's favorite cake. <laughs> like, you don't already feel bad enough. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a mistake that I... And that's the worst. When you when you drop something, even if you are a clumsy person, you obviously didn't go into that wanting to drop the cake. Exactly. If I pay yeah. $100 for a cake, my next order of business isn't to drop it. It doesn't matter right. what the matter... Obviously, <laughs> I didn't want to scrape up that truck. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say, oh, fuck! Fuck this watch place! This. Hey, Sam, watch this. Sam, check this out. Like, you already aren't upset about it. Fuck mom's cake. Sam, look at this. Hey, <laughs> fucking it. <laughs> That's why you would... If I said that, if I said, Hey, Sam, it's time to party, and he saw me actually throw the cake, then he could scream like that. But if I'm walking outside, I slip on ice and drop it all over myself. You fucking idiot. <laughs> you just ruined the party. I guess I'll go to Jewel and get one of their shitty sheet cakes. Oh, my God. Why you're just laying there covered in cake. Yeah. Oh, my God. You just ruined the party. <laughs> Do you remember when my mom threw me a surprise going away party to Miami and you ruined that party? Yeah, because I saw you outside, right? <laughs> yeah. I had, I had absolutely zero idea that they were doing a surprise party for me, by the way. Uh. At all. And my aunt lives all the way in New Lenox, which is far from where we live. It was far from everybody, so there was really no reason to, for you to park and see me getting out of my car. I mean, I had no... I, I've never been tricked like that. I had no clue at all that they were throwing me right. surprise parties. I was moving to Miami in, like, 2006. And I rolled up to my aunt's house, and Ryan's walking out of his car. I'm like, Ryan, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, uh, what did you say? <laughs> what was your excuse? I have no, I really don't remember at the time. I don't know what I said. And then I said, wait a minute. Is this a surprise party for me? And then I walk in. Surprise! God, what a shitty feeling that is. I mean, really. For, have for you ever me, ruined a surprise party like that before? God, it's terrible. Especially with the cover so great where I had no idea. Yeah, exactly. Where you weren't onto it at all. Like, you had no, no not, idea. No, not even close. Oh, man. That's a, yeah, that's shitty. I bet, and I don't, I don't recall, but like, even if people said they weren't upset with me, like, there's gotta be, I'm sure some people, like, I don't know if your mom was or whoever, like the, the real instrumental players in that party would probably oh my be God. disappointed in me. I'd be. Could you imagine yeah. that? Like, you can't be mad at some, I mean, you're, you can't, like, it's not, it's irrational to be angry at somebody, but there's gotta be like pretty deep disappointment. Yeah. Especially when it's. All the way in, into ten seconds before I walk in, and it gets ruined. <laughs> After months and it, months, we made, it, we made it at least three or four weeks of complete, like perfect planning. Exactly, and then ten seconds before <laughs> it's completely ruined, and it ruined it for me too because I was so mad. Because you know what it is, you no one wants a surprise party. Yeah, yeah. And then you're walking in like, "Fuck, this is for me, isn't it?" <laughs> yeah. Surprise! See all these oh, people you God. haven't talked to in nine years. And, oh, it's and good to see you, Boris. Yeah, dude, you're still asking questions about why I'm there. So you walk in going like, I don't get it. I just don't get why you're here. You know, you're <laughs> like, your whole energy changes when that, when that happens. You know, oh, it like ruins everything. Because a, a, a legit surprise, it's, it's pretty joyful. Yeah, Whereas exactly. a 30-second ruined surprise is filled with anger and and disbelief and, and just yeah, you're upset. And you're, and you're trying to make sense of it as you're walking into the door of why I'm here. You're not getting the answers you want out of me. <laughs> and and there's not enough time for it all to sink in. Correct. I yep. mean, eventually, it's cool. You're like, oh, this was very nice that my mom threw me a surprise party. But for that 20 seconds in between where you ruined it and all these assholes are yelling surprise, <laughs> you're so confused, upset, <laughs> embarrassed. <laughs> It's the worst. That that has to be the worst feeling ever. Having a surprise party ruined and you're the guest of honor. That 30 seconds in between. Walking in. Oh, fuck. Is this really for me? And, and you're still second guessing it. Hopefully it really is yeah. Joyce's retirement party, even though I knew she retired six years ago or whatever it was. 
Wait a minute, we're not here for Joyce's third oh retirement party? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Ryan, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, I would like to say, I, I give a lot of great tips to the listeners. Like you mentioned, Ryan, the retention. I just yeah. gave you a tip on if you ever destroy equipment or a truck, make a scene, and you'll get out of it. I know we have a lot of smart listeners. Here's what I want you to do. If you have a scheme that... A real scheme that Ryan and I or Sam or Bass or whoever or the listeners could take advantage of. I'd like for you to share that with us. Because, Ryan, don't you love these tips? I do. And they're, when they're useful, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Like, and that's me, a key word. Key word, useful. I'll be honest. This, this is, to me, these are more useful and practical to, to people than I know you love the orange chicken at Panda Express quote-unquote scheme where you <laughs> you make eye contact with the lady scooping your chicken and go, mm, Maybe I should, mm. yeah, let me, let me completely explain that. So if you go to Panda Express. But, but, hold on, before you do, let me just tell you before they hear this, if you haven't heard this one, this one to me falls in the lesser category. It, it's in a category below the actual retention department, the truck. I don't find this one to be incredibly yeah, practical. This one's hit or miss. Go ahead. So, if you go to Panda Express, you have to make eye contact with the lady behind the counter. and But you do it when she's putting the orange chicken on your plate, and you go, but not that loud, obviously. But you, 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 you look very satisfied, and the more scoops she puts on, you make that noise. So, he's saying that she keeps piling it because she sees that you're delighted and she yeah. just wants to please you. Yeah, exactly. And, and at some point, they're going to stop scooping, but I've gone once where it was so full of orange chicken that it was just falling off the plate just by making eye contact and making that noise. And I guess to some people who, like, if that's everything, if they really just want more orange chicken in life and that's, like, a valuable tip, that's fine. But I think it's, when you're talking about mass appeal tips i think lowering a cell phone bill and how to get out of damage to another yeah well i agree yeah <laughs> yeah so as you can see right i've stepped up my game on the tips no i know it's, it's awesome it that's is. an old and tip here, here's, here's one that i've heard <clears throat> work i've never tried this but i've heard that if you st- i think it's hampton inn it's, I, wait, it's what? At Hamp- the hotel hampton inn oh, okay if you stay there if you're traveling across the country and you stay at Hampton Inn and you say in the morning that you had an unpleasant stay, that your mattress was comfortable, you, you just something was wrong with your stay, they'll comp that visit. They'll just give you. They'll See, just, I don't like that kind you. of stuff though, because that's just completely taking advantage of, of a hotel if they if they had good service. Yeah, yeah. I don't agree. you think? I mean, I, for I, instance, here, here here's another one. This one's another food based one that you might like. If you go to McDonald's and you want hot fries. Order your fries without salt. They have to make them fresh. Oh, and then you put your own salt on. Exactly. Oh, I I just thought of a great one, Ryan. Yep. Anytime you stay in a hotel, Mm -hmm. you squat as long as you want. And so, in other words, if checkout's at 11, Mm -hmm. you could squat in your room until at least 2 or 3 o'clock every time. And people don't know that. Because when you check out of a hotel, they never check in your keys anymore. So what you do is you're back in the room. So if checkout's at 1 o'clock, you better be in that door by 12.45 or something. And there's at 1 o'clock, they don't kick you out. And even if the, the, the cleaning lady knocks on the door at 1 o'clock, yeah. it doesn't even matter. if you She's still going to knock. You keep the do not disturb sign on the door. She's going to mm-hmm. knock, and you just say, one minute, and she's not going to knock for at least one or two hours after you're supposed to leave. So you could, I've squat in a hotel for like four, one time I was in Vegas, checkout was 11, I was laying in the room till four o'clock and no one ever came, and then I just left and got on the plane. Hmm. So squatting, squatting in hotel rooms, you'll get at least, I mean, minimal, an hour to three to That's four hours. That's a good point. That's, it's, I've never thought to do that. So like, let's say checkout's at noon, and you check out, like a lot of them have it where you do it on the TV. You just check out, like, in my head and a lot of people, I bet the, the tendency is just to leave after you do that. Like, but oh, I mean, you, get it out. doesn't matter. You could check out at 3 p.m. the next day or whatever time you actually leave. You just go up there and say, oh, you know, I never, I never buzzed. But you don't even have to check out. That's my point. Yeah. I no, mean, you're if, right. you're, if you're concerned about if they overcharge you, just take a look at your credit card statement and if they did call them back. But, it, no, you're right. but the key is to squat in the room and they will never do anything. 
I've had the I've had a maid not or a, a cleaning lady knock on the door. I just said, well, "I'll be out in a second. And then I came out two hours later, and there was a vacuum cleaner sitting outside my door. You know what's funny to me though, and going back to the Hampton Inn, getting the free free nights room, like it's funny to me that you have this weird set of standards and morals. Like when it comes to these things, <laughs> like you scratched up. I'm not saying one's right or wrong, but it's funny to me to try and process how you work. Like you scratched up a truck and created a diversion about a door and made up a lie about your hand so they didn't see the scratch, and that's that's like a useful one. <laughs> But you won't say that your bed was lumpy, so they comp your room. Because like, you know what I am, Ryan? I'm like Robin Hood. I'm in, anything that's an injustice. <laughs> an injustice with these truck companies are any little scrape they make you pay. Fuck you, truck company. There's wear and tear on your shitty truck because I'm moving shit, fuckhead. Right? That's an injustice. Yeah. Kicking me out of a room when I check in at four and have to leave at eleven. That's injustice. It should be four to four, right? Sure, I see. For one night, but, so but, it's injustice. So taking advantage, taking advantage of like a you know like a hundred dollar nice hotel room, you know a passable, suitable hotel room, and trying to get out of that. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't like completely ripping people off. The orange chicken thing—it's bullshit that they don't put enough orange chicken on the plate. So I right, want okay. a full plate of orange chicken. The phone companies with all their bullshit fees—that's injustice. So I yeah. again see. Do you see the difference? I think there is a difference. No, I do. I do. I do. So if you have a tip like these tips, these retention tips, these amazing tips, only useful ones, don't say, oh, uh, so when you're at Mickey D, uh, you could take all the ketchup packets you need. <laughs> That's not a good tip, right? So we have a lot of smart listeners. Abe yeah. Cannon Show at Gmail. That's I, No one emails anymore. So just uh, hit me on Twitter, Facebook, yeah. Instagram. That's the best way. Or email. Yeah. I don't care how you get to me. The, the email's on the website, too. AbeCannon.com. Yeah. Let us know your tip that is very useful. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. That's good. I'm, I'm anxious to see if we get, any, and, and if I'll, we get I'll, a we'll, good one. We'll read them next week. But they have to be good tips. Like, we just yeah. gave you amazing tips. The truck. Ryan gave a great <laughs> one. What was the other one you gave, Ryan? Oh, if you, I mean, it, it's in the same category as the food. Your orange chicken, but if the, the McDonald's, if you want free fry or not, fries, oh yes, yes, hot the hot fries. fries. If you want hot fries instead of stale fries, guarantee every time you get hot fries, ask for no salt. You know who I hate are the people at Burger King who always order off the broiler. Yo, let me get a Whopper heavy onion off B O B. I don't know what that means. Off the broiler, so they don't put it in the microwave supposedly. Oh, but they I, do. I, they still do though. Interesting. So, oh, because Burger King uses a broiler, so they're saying they want it fresh off the broiler. Yeah, OB, they always say. Yo, let me get the OB, OB, Whopper heavy onion OB. (laughs) That means off the broiler. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, like, McDonald's and Burger King and stuff, don't you think that there's two kind of people in the world? The people who always refill their drink when they leave, and then people like me who don't give a fuck about refilling their drink? I do, yeah. No, you're right. God, do I hate those people. I mean, they, they like, won't even um, drink that. Do you really need an extra full Coke when you leave? No, I wonder what the mindset is there. I wonder if it's like a similar, like, yeah, I don't know, dude. That's, that's a good point. And worse than, How many people do that because they actually want the Coke? Or how many, like, is the, subconsciously are you thinking, well, I paid for it. I might as well do that's it. That's what it is. It's a cheap fuck who just wants that extra refill. Yeah. They're, see, that's what I. They're just getting one over on McDonald's. Hey, I might as well fill it up. I paid for it. Well, not really. Not if you're not going to drink it. Do you really want just yeah. a huge watered down Coke in your car? Hey, fuck it. And then they throw it against like, someone else's car on the expressway. <laughs> you know what's worse oh than God. that, though? It, well, first of all, you know how if you go to Chipotle. It's kind of like you're on a drink honor system when you ask for a cup of water. They give you that fucking Dixie cup to fill with oh, water. Yeah. Yep. What? What's with it, it's? It's the size of a Dixie cup where you have to get up and fill your water cup six to seven times while you're eating one burrito. Don't you want to drink water with dignity? Can yeah, Can I just get? Yeah. I, I know. I know it's inventory. Like if you go to Seven Eleven. Hey, can I just have a cup for ice? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's our inventory. That's how we keep track. Okay, yeah, whatever. You go to Chipotle, 
they can't just give you one their regular cup, so they have to give you that clear Dixie cup. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Why can't the di- why can't the clear cup be just a regular size cup? Mm. I mean, I guess people probably because people are assholes and people would take advantage of it. I was at Jimmy John's. The cup they gave me was one sip worth of water each time. So that's probably it, why, though. No, they I know, know that. Well, it's an honor system. Think, what do you mean? It's when they, that. What do you mean it's not? When they give you the clear cup, mm-hmm. you're on an honor system to just drink water. But you know, there's a ton of scumbags who put Sprite in to try to beat the system. Right, but they but they make it so difficult and so unpleasant to beat the system that you you just it's almost worth the dollar seventeen to pay for them, so you don't have to go up there six times to fill up your Sprite. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I can't even unbearable. drink. I can't even drink the water with dignity. I have to look like oh, an asshole getting up every two. It, the Dixie cup, it, 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 it's big enough to put two cubes of ice and two right. sp- like the water, and so that's they, a full what cup. You're saying is like for the for the true water drinkers, the people who've taken advantage of it have essentially ruined it so much that you can't even enjoy your water with dignity. Yeah, so I have to keep getting up. My burrito's getting cold. I got up six times to get. Six or I got up six times to get six sips of water with my burrito. <laughs> it's one sip. It's two cubes of ice fit in there, and then it goes, <laughs> and then it's completely full. Oh my god! A sip. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's pathetic. But I just want—I just want a cup. I would pay like a quarter if I could have a real cup. Yeah. And what's with that anyway? Oh, did you ever go to the places where they say, I don't give a fuck if you're drinking water, RC, Sprite, Mr. Pib, a medium cost one sixty nine, and that's that. <laughs> oh, so if I drink water, I still have to pay? That's that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> where was I? Last week I was somewhere where it actually said something like that. Whatever you drink, even water, it's going to cost the price of the cup. Wait, it was when we were in Los Angeles at the uh, at the the Warner Brothers tour. In really? That, in the in the Friends Coffee House. Oh, I didn't order from there. I was in the bathroom when you guys ordered. Yeah, it said no matter what you get, even water. So if you want water, you have to pay the full price. So basically, you're buying the cup and not the product. Yeah, the cup. Which? How much does a paper or plastic cup cost? I don't know, a few cents maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Let alone it's when you're gravity. a huge. Let alone when you're a huge company, and you're making millions of those cups. It's probably even less. Yeah, yeah. You have kids in in Taiwan oh. or something making. We need another two million cup in the next hour. <laughs> it's, it all goes back to your old adage. You say it's it's about, it's about the dollars, and not the cents, right? Exactly. Worry about yeah. the dollars and not the cents. The minute you start yep. worrying, oh, it'll be sixty nine cents for barbecue sauce. Okay, well, how about I never come back then? Because you're exactly. making me pay sixty nine cents for a squirt. Isn't it the worst, Ryan, when you pay extra for a sauce and then it's not even a lot of it? Oh yeah, it's a yeah. mini cup of barbecue sauce for sixty nine cents. Yeah, and I I like uh, dipping sauces when I have pizza. And I feel like the, the dipping cups, like at Papa John's or Domino, I feel like those cups keep getting smaller, and the price keeps going up of those cups. Oh, 89 cents for garlic sauce? But it's not even the garlic, it's not even like the quantity that it used to be. You know, it, Yeah, it's like it's a quarter never, ounce. Yeah. <laughs> it says .25 ounce. <laughs> <laughs> How many you need? Uh, five. All right, that'll be an extra four ninety. God. <laughs> This is funny, Ryan. You know Kathy, who I work with? I do. Who's a hot girl, actually. Yeah. So, and, and th- this made me think about what hot girls have to deal with, okay? She sent me this text because we were actually talking about homeless guys. I was driving back home after I dropped off my mom at work, and a guy on North and Austin was panhandling. My window was rolled down. So after he asked me for change, he took the opportunity to holler at me. We had a nice conversation about how he wanted to get me pregnant. Oh, my God. He said, girl, you got kids? You want kids? I'm going to get you pregnant. You want me to get you pregnant? You better go check yourself. 
because I think I just got you pregnant right now. Six months from now, we be having twins. Girl, you want twins? I'm going to give you twins. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay, first of all, it's a homeless guy begging for money. So his first order of business is, yo, you can I get a sonic quarter? Yo, you got a dollar, right? So then when she doesn't, when she doesn't uh, give him money, he immediately talks about getting her pregnant. My my immediate question was, has that ever worked? No, never, not once. You don't think he ever had sex with a girl after asking for money? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> uh, unless the person in the car was a fellow homeless person, like, <laughs> who just happened to be in a car. There's no way. There is no way that any self-respecting member of society has ever been like, you know what? Yeah, you are going to get me pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> And I love how in his world it only takes six months to get yeah, someone six months. to have kids, twins. Yep. I'm gonna I, get so you pregnant with twins in, in six, six months, months. You're gonna have twins. They're gonna be preemies. I guess <laughs> we're gonna have two preemies. In six months, we're gonna have two unhealthy kids in the ICU, the NICU for a long time. They're gonna be in there for months in an incubator. <laughs> Can't you see that kind of guy forcing labor too to get them out in six months? I'm ready oh, for yeah. these kids. I'm ready. <laughs> they've been in there too long. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah, they've totally. been what what they doing in there now? Marinating? Shit, they ready to pop out. <laughs> come on, come on. I don't need those motherfuckers <laughs> to marinate. Uh the other day, in fact, <clears throat> Jill had her appendix taken out and we were in the emergency room waiting to be called in. Yeah, that picture you, you sent me was kinda of disgusting. You actually sent me a graphic picture of the appendix. Of her actual appendix, yeah. That was it was pretty gross. But we were in the waiting room and you know what I noticed? That on two, two separate occasions, there was a couple, there was a man and a woman, and then a separate homeless guy. They came in at different times. They looked completely fine, but they looked so, like, strung out, and they were walking fine. They, everything was fine. They, I guarantee, and we have a friend who's a nurse, and we asked her after the fact, people come into emergency rooms all the time and complain of stomach pain or migraines to try to get, like, to try to get a fix of something. Like those oh, to get like to get medication or yeah, to get like a, a, a morphine drip or just a couple pain pills or something. Oh wow! So one of the guys, this homeless guy who was in there just nodding off the whole time, just dozing, just waiting for his fix of Vicodin or something. He um, and Jill was like writhing in pain, laying on my shoulder in the ER. I mean, no one in the ER is the worst place ever. Yeah, it, just it smells is bad. like. It smells like tacos, and there's no tacos in there, which is never good. That just means so it that means like... it sets from body, like body smell. Yeah, exactly. So this guy looks at me. He was sitting across from us, and like I saw, you know, when homeless people start moving towards you, and you don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, like you're, you're like on guard. You're, you're right, either fight or hand them a dollar. <laughs> yeah. So he starts looking at me, and I'm like, oh fuck, something's gonna happen. And he starts, like, moving towards me, and he lifts his hand up. And I, the whole time, it's, like, in slow motion. I'm like, what, what's, this, what's he going to do? And he just puts his fist out, and he goes, give it up, man. And he wanted a fist bump. And so I was, like, reluctantly reaching up, and he goes, you're doing a great thing. This is a beautiful girl right here. And he was, like, he was, he was like trying to pick, he was, like, complimenting her. He was, like, you're taking great care of this beautiful lady. She's beautiful. <laughs> He's <laughs> like the scummiest looking homeless guy. When do homeless guys lose that swag? Because I, 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 I can't I, even I can't even do that after, after a shower. I wouldn't even be able to do that. That or the thing on the express. No. We talking about putting two babies in her. This exactly. guy, you're doing a great job with this beautiful young lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the confidence in the guy. Oh, I know, but I guess at a certain point you have nothing to lose, and you know that, so it doesn't matter what you say. I mean, if you're at the point, like, you remember, remember, um, you know Jim Barney played Ernest in all those Ernest movies? Like, yeah. Ernest scared. This guy looked like Jim Barney with a huge beard. He just, <laughs> he, he looked all like, he looked like pigeons lived in his hat. You know, he just, <laughs> he looked, he looked really scrubby, but he, um, yeah, he had confidence, man, to call Jill Beautiful and, like, give me, give me prosperity. There's nothing worse than like that. Oh God, that just that second before you touch them. Oh my God, it's the worst. 
like the, the last thing I wanted to do in that situation. I didn't even want to sit in those seats because I was like, God, what what germs and diseases oh my are God, in this yeah. place? That, and that disgusting, that, skin, that dead plastic that those chairs are made out of. Oh, God. And when this guy wants to actually put my his skin on my skin in any way. Oh, skin on skin. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that story, right? When I was in college, there was a homeless woman putting on lipstick, throwing Snapple bottles at a newspaper rack or newspaper machine thing. And no. for some reason, I don't know why I knew she was going to touch me, but I started shaking when I walked past oh, her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and then there was a red light, and I started shaking really bad, and then she, like, went, Ah! You had any money? She grabbed my arm and, and asked me, I'm like, Ah! Yeah, yeah, and I put my hand in my pocket. For so- I don't know why I had so much change on me. I put all- my hand in my pocket, grabbed all this change, dropped it on the ground. I said, Take it! Take it! And then I, like, ran away. <laughs> it was the weirdest reaction ever. But I so badly did not want her to touch me. And she yeah. me, and she put her hand on my wrist or something. It was skin on again, another skin on skin situation. Because yeah. I was grossed out. Who who puts on lipstick and throws Snapple bottles at the same time? So you see that going on. You don't want her touching you. No. Yeah. No. I think it, another. It is, it's weird, man. The, the unpredictability of of the homeless. You don't know, and and I think I think part of it, Ryan, like you said, with that guy in the hospital. When all he's doing all day is using his personality to either get money. I mean, homeless guys are very vocal. All they do is talk all day trying to get people to give him money. Um, right. Yesterday, when I was on the expressway, this guy, he was saying, can I have money? And then he said, fuck you then. Fuck you, motherfucker. That's what he said. Because my window was open. And I started laughing. And he was so pissed off. He was like shaking his head. <laughs> Who's? I mean, that's a bad technique, obviously. Yeah. But but I think homeless people just, you know, that's all they do all day is use their personality. So that guy has no problem going up to you. He doesn't know what's wrong with her. Right. She could have been dying. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, he was soothing her, I guess, right? Or did she not even care? She wasn't even looking up. Yeah, she wasn't looking. I mean, I guess <laughs> if anything, it just goes to show you that they can't read situations. Like, to that guy, that's the exact same as, like, seeing a lady walking out of Ruth's Chris with, like, the bag take out. <laughs> <laughs> in like a nice evening gown and being like, oh, you're very beautiful. Like, <laughs> this young lady is in the fucking emergency room uh, just wincing in pain, yeah. like barely opening her eyes, and he's doing the same tricks he does, you know, outside of Morton. <laughs> Yo, legs! Legs! <laughs> Yo, you got any leftovers? Oh, that's a beautiful young lady. What's your name? Ryan. That's a beautiful girl you with. <laughs> Flash to her bleeding, bleeding out in the waiting room. Now, here's a question, Ryan. When that stuff happens and you're in the emergency room, do you take time to rip on the homeless guy with your girlfriend? Um, we did very quietly. Like we gave it like a minute to die down until he fell back asleep. <laughs> so even though she was in pain, her appendix was about to explode. She still had time to join with, join in with you on the ripping of the homeless yeah, guy. Of course, yeah. Do you remember how that conversation that, went or no? That's not. I mean, I think she said like after after we realized that he was no longer watching or looking at us or listening, she said like, "Did that homeless man just fist bump you?" <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Yeah." She goes like, "What did he say?" And I said, "He said I was doing a good job and that you're very beautiful." And she's like, "Oh my god." Yeah, I mean, this is repulsed. But, like that, but the, message is, the message is actually very nice. If you really break it down, he's giving you compliments. Like, she was laying on your shoulder. He saw that you were being a good boyfriend. He went out of his yeah. way to come up to you, tell you you were doing a good job. Then he complimented the sick girl. No, you're it, right. I mean, but I think, but there's the, like, you, you, the whole, and unfortunately, it's almost like the cup thing where the assholes who steal the pop ruin it for the water drinkers, where, like, the majority of homeless guys have an ulterior motive. And yeah. So unfortunately, to approach a homeless situation, wondering does he want money? Does he want drugs? Like why is why is he complimenting me? When in re- reality, he could have just been a very polite man. Yeah. Who meant what he said? You, you know, never I don't know. You, you, no- you're right. You never know. I mean, the guy uh, with Kathy went from asking for money to saying he wanted to put two babies in her. So you right. never know. They're wild. You don't know where they're going to take the conversation. Exactly. The, exactly. the guy I saw yesterday. 
asked me for money, then told me to go fuck myself <laughs> and was shaking his head like he was ready to kill me. And then he would say, ask someone else, and then he would act like he was going to kill them. So you, yeah. you never know if it's going to be a jolly homeless guy, exactly. a mean and homeless guy. You're exactly right. And so the follow-up, like, it, I was waiting for more from the homeless guy. You know what I mean? Like, it, I was so on guard that I couldn't appreciate his appreciation of the job I was doing and how beautiful she was. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what else? What else? I, any, any interaction with a homeless person, I think, until they're gone, you're still, like, even if they say something really nice, you're still, like, waiting for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Homeless guys are like secret Santa. You can either get Sam, where he gets you a really nice gift, or you get Bass, who gets you something from Kmart. You don't know what you don't know what to expect <laughs> with a homeless guy. Oh, yes! Oh, Sam got me, uh... Sam did got me... A, wait, did you say a homeless guy is like a secret Santa? Yeah. Yeah. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're happy. When you find out that Sam pulled you, you know... Oh, I got an iPad? Really? Wow, thanks, yeah. Sam. The limit was like $50. I don't care! It's Christmas! Merry Christmas, Abe! Yep. Base? Uh Here's an Olive Garden gift card! Why does it say 2 Jill on it? What?! It does? Oh, shit. <laughs> Base, the limit was 50 Why is this a $10 gift card? Oh, I thought it was maximum 50 I didn't know it. And it expired in November of 2013. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you, were, when you were at the hospital, did you see any, like, fathers who just had kids or anything? No, I didn't see them. No, you hear that. They play that, like, baby, uh, you know, like the little baby noise, like the the go to sleep song, like they oh, play yeah. that, like a uh, like a little baby sound every time a baby's born. So I probably heard like fifteen of those, but I never saw the guys with the kids. I was just wondering if they were saying they're with their cigars because guys who smoke cigars they love taking pictures with the cigar, even if it's not necessary. I mean, I understand when you have a kid, I guess you want to hold a cigar. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't smoke cigars. I don't. I don't think it's. But do you notice that every guy who smokes cigars? They make it a point to always have a cigar in pictures, even if they're not to smoking. To show the it. cigar. To show no, you're it. right. It's, 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 it reminds me of when I was a little kid, taking a picture, like holding up my He-Man sword at any any cost. <laughs> Wait a minute, Mom! I want to hold my He-Man sword! Any picture, you see me holding a He-Man sword. Oh, you're right, dude. You're right. I never thought about that with cigars. But you're, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like I, for example, I love root beer. Like I'm a big fan of root beer. Like not like dads or A and W. I like good root beer. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't my I don't take pictures and be like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Gotta grab the root beer. <laughs> Hang on, let me grab the root beer here. Let me get this in the picture. Here we go. Here we go. Now we can take it. <laughs> but I'm sure when you were a little kid, you had your favorite. You know, wh- whatever it was. I mean, if it was um, your Thundercats or, or whatever figures you were playing with, or yeah, like a, holding a, a baseball buddy or something. Yeah. Or a baseball bat. Oh, there's Ryan with his favorite baseball. Or his glove. Ryan in his glove. His baseball glove. Yep. You'd always ho- be holding that glove. Any picture yeah. you see of me between the ages of like two and four, you see me holding a He-Man sword. And I obviously did that on purpose. The guys right. with the cigars, always, with that stupid look on their face. Ugh, and it's it, their their mouth is on it and that stupid smile. <laughs> they love it, though. That's a good point. Great observation. Hold on, Base is here's Base. Oh, Base is calling in? Hello? Bases. Yo! Oh, Base, just in time. Oh. Good boy. Hey, Base, we're, we're, we're about to end this, but really quick. Two things. Number one, I just ate watermelon, right? And right. I had I had watermelon mixed with cantaloupe. Don't you think cantaloupe is like a bad... Uh, don't you think cantaloupe is like a bad girlfriend or boyfriend where it just sucks the life out of the watermelon? I totally agree. The honeydew is the better way to go. I, I agree no, no. with that. All those Please, garbage melons. The honeydew is a money melon. They're all bullshit. If you have no, watermelon... Honeydew, oh, go ahead. I don't know no, much honey, about the honeydew. I, I think honeydew is... If you're going to pair watermelon with anything... First of all, I, I'm with Abe. I think watermelon is good enough to stand alone. Yeah. But if you're going to pair it, you have to do honeydew. To me, cantaloupe tastes like sweat. It's disgusting. It tastes like B.O. and sweat. Cantaloupe <laughs> is... I don't know how we started eating it should be considered like a weed, and we should not pick them. They're terrible. They have no taste, <laughs> and they put their disgusting stink on my watermelon. I love watermelon. 
I okay, so I had and I, it is by far the worst flavor of all the jelly beans in the jelly belly family. Yeah, the well, cantaloupe is worse than the than the popcorn. I had I had a, a thing of watermelon which was delicious. Then I was still craving watermelon, and there was a bowl half cantaloupe, half watermelon, and I saw that shit. I'm like, fuck. And then I start eating it, and and the cantaloupe just sucks the life out of the watermelon, like a bad girlfriend or boyfriend. Fuck cantaloupe. I can know that. No one should ever mix cantaloupe with watermelon. Watermelon is the elite fruit, and it's like you said, right? It stands on its own. Like the thing that, like, uh, for some reason, my mom was always big into giving us cantaloupe. It's a stupid. It's a stupid fruit that no one should buy or serve. Finally, I'm with you now, Ryan. Wait till you hear this, and this is no lie. Base was almost casted. To play a naked slob on the show Chicago Fire, that was the role. <laughs> naked slob, right? Base. It was it was a a naked linebacker type fellow, out of shape, who was supposed to be laying naked on top of a, a young, pretty naked woman dead. <laughs> and he almost got oh the my role. God, and that was the role of a lifetime. And he said, so if I come in there, am I going to have to get naked? And they said, well, we're not sure. They said it's NBC, and they just have to put on some tidy whiteies. Ryan, let, let's let's picture this. Base wearing white <laughs> McGregor briefs and having some hot girl lay on her back, and they said, okay, Base, now lay on top of her. We want to see how disgusting you look. <laughs> oh my God. On Chicago Fire. They were going to have a fire and, and, and- at his house and find him dead laying on a hot girl. And the worst part is that usually, you know, when these things happen, like, there's, like, a lady who's, like, an agent who many people submit things to. I don't really submit things, but she has, like, my info. Usually the, the catacomb for this thing is that, you know, you submit it, and then you're one of many people that audition. They said just by looking at it, I had a pretty decent shot. Like, it wasn't <laughs> like, I, I think it would have been a layup for me. Oh, you're, oh you're my God. perfect, disgusting, naked slob. <laughs> you got the role, sir. <laughs> It's one of those things like, didn't even need, didn't even need to get the full body shot of me. It was just a head shot, and it was uh, 4 yeah. o'clock Friday. We'll see him then. <laughs> you, get, you get, like, a group mass email where it's like, oh, you know, you'll get the emails even for women. Like, oh, we're looking for a young black lady, and base will get that. But in this time, they called me. <laughs> they actually called base. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, uh, is this Dan Levy? We're looking for a naked slob. Are you available? <laughs> Why not? Uh, so what is it? Pay? Sometimes you audition, and they're all like, "Audition." God, I would pay anything to see an audition where Bass wears white McGregor briefs and lays on top of a girl. It's like he's dead. <laughs> oh my I would, god! I would love even more if we didn't know he was doing it, and we, you know, because they filmed that in the oh, yeah. Chicago. Oh yeah, he told me if after it didn't happen. By, You're right. Yeah. If you were driving by. Abe and you or Sam saw what appeared to be base in his underwear laying on top of a woman <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> that would have been the real joy if you didn't know it was happening. Or even better, X, I've never watched Chicago Fire, but let's just say I happened to turn it on. Like, Wait, is that base dead on top of that girl? <laughs> I wonder how much we could pay. Well, that, a, how much could we pay a girl well, to do that? I would also have to live the rest of my life going, were you the fat naked guy dead on television yeah. that I saw? Yeah. Yep. The naked dead guy on Chicago Fire. You may recognize me <laughs> as naked dead guy on Chicago Fire. <laughs> Base, what are your credits? Uh, naked slob on Chicago Fire. I was the guy <laughs> laying on top of the girl dead. And what do you have to do to prepare for this role? Naked. God, that'd be awesome. Just imagine this hot girl laying on her back and then Base naked on top of her. I wonder... If they tell, so obviously they would have to tell when they're cast. It wouldn't be a surprise to the woman, right? Like she knows she's auditioning for. Oh a role yeah, she's the under undercarriage undercarriage of fat slob yeah. naked guy. Yeah, yeah, you have to disclose that in the in the audition text, right? You, you would think. think so. I mean, my, yeah. my my description was pretty brutal as it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, base base. You came in late, but we'll uh, end it on this. This is from at Eric Master Three. It would be funny to discuss on the next podcast who will win in a cage fight between you and Sam. Now, you would obviously think I would kick Sam's ass in a cage match, right? Yeah. Well, it depends. Sam is the master of cheap shot. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you're looking at the tail of the tape on paper, it goes to <laughs> But I couldn't finish Sam. Like when they say, finish him! 
I'd have problems putting the finishing touches on Sam's corpse, right? He yeah. would have <laughs> he would have no problem hitting my balls like a speed bag, kicking me in the taint, <laughs> ripping my eyes out. <laughs> Sam would have no problem putting the finish. Once can you imagine Ryan? Once Sam and I get into a fight, if he had a chance to finish me, you don't think he would take it in one second? In a second. In, in a hard in fact, I, I think that's how the match would go. You would just be whooping his butt for about 40 minutes. And then I would let and him up. Do the thing, and then you would do the thing where you'd be like, all right, you get one free shot at me. And he would hit you over the head with like a sledgehammer. <laughs> exactly. Or I'd walk and away. I'd say he's had enough, guys. And then he'd run exactly. up, rip my taint off, and it would just be gushing <laughs> blood. That is that's, That would do you in, Abe. You would, your compassion at the end. He's laying there just like... His lips quivering, bloody, looking up at you, like, with his eyes begging you, don't finish me. And you're like, you just stand up and you go, you get him out of here, he's had enough. That would be the moment right there where you lose the fight. Cause the, the moment where he ripped your heart out like, the had a, like, like Mortal Kombat style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, fellas, we'll end it on that. We will holla next week. Base? Very good. See ya. Ryan and Sam. Uh, Sam's eating barbecue. So we'll holler next week. Peace. See ya.